May God grant you all health and longevity. Today we heard from the gospel or the good news of Matthew or Holy Matthew chapter 21 verses 33 to the end. Some themes that I'm going to highlight very briefly in there are hearing uh, what a parable is, the prophets, the apostles, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and three responsibilities that every single one of you have as an Ethiopian Orthodox Tawahedo Christian. To begin with hearing, the Jews to this very day post on their door what is called the Shema or the Sema or the Hear, O Israel, which is from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. On all of their doors, it says, Shema Yisrael Adonai Elohenu Adonai Echad, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Because they want to make sure that every single day when they go in their home and when they go out of their home, that they are hearing and listening. That means that we don't just hear or read scripture one time. We hear and we read scripture until like Ezekiel, we have eaten the scroll. You have to eat the very words of God. And you have to make sure that you're able to meditate on them day and night as it is written in Psalm 1. Hearing is very important because not everything that has ears, hears. You may see some statues that some people have, whether they're gargoyles or lawn gnomes uh, on their property. These little statues have ears, but they don't hear. What's mysterious is our God, who is an invisible yet living God, has no ears, and yet he actually hears. And so we need to take the example not of the gargoyle and not of the lawn gnome, but of God, and to pay attention during Kandasi. For us to do that, first of all, we have to show up on time to make sure that we're here to listen to the good news when it is read. It's a very important part of our liturgy. Of course, we all want you here as early as possible. If you can, 6 a.m., if not, 6.30, if not, 6.45, if not, 7 a.m., hopefully not 10.30 a.m., but uh, at least if you make it for the gospel, it would be good. And as I mentioned, it's Matthew 21, verses 33 to the end. In there it begins by saying, hear another parable. And a parable is a misale. This will be the only thing I say in Amharic to you today. It's one of my favorite sayings and I say it a lot. And it means simply that in our culture that is wrought with Ethiopian Orthodoxy, a lot of our sayings in Amharic also have that. And so we expound on things, we explain things with illustrations, with parables, with examples, with stories that help us, uh, with narratives that will help us understand things a little bit better than were we to just give it to you straight. So that's an important thing to remember. The next thing about that, of course, is that you, you drink a drink in a certain cup. And the third thing is that every time we begin singing a mazmur, which is a psalm or a spiritual song, we always say, Hallelujah. That's the beginning of every song. And so we have to remember that. But getting into the actual parable of today that was read by our visiting neighbor bishop, our bishop Theophilus or Theophilus, he read for us Matthew 21, 33 to the end. And in there, the Lord Jesus Christ is talking and teaching his apostles, but the chief priests as well as the Pharisees are nearby and they're listening. And they feel rebuked by his teaching, as we all should, because there are three things that we haven't been sharing with everyone here in North America, or I could expand it broadly to all of the English-speaking diaspora 
who can hear this message in South Africa, in New Zealand, in Australia, in England, the, the UK in general, the United States and Canada, or anyone really who hears English needs to understand that all Ethiopian Orthodox Christians need to take three things as a direct demand, command, and responsibility from God that we're going to share. Before I get into that, I have to tell you what the parable was in case you didn't listen to it, whether you didn't listen to it because you don't hear Amarin well, or because it went by quickly, or, or because we had stray thoughts. So the parable is this, there was an owner of a household with a vineyard, that means a place where you grow grapes, especially for wine. And in that vineyard, he built up a tower and he fenced it. Once he had that tower built up and fenced, he hired some farmers and he had his own bond servants to take care of it as well. And then he went away. When he came back, what he found out was that the first group of bond servants that he sent were killed by the farmers. So he had sent a second group of bond servants. These bond servants were also killed by the farmers. Then he sent, uh, finally, his own son. And the son was especially killed because the son was thought to be the heir of the owner. And the farmers thought they were going to get, uh, they were going to be got ridden of. And they did, he did eventually, this owner did get rid of the farmers because they were other farmers. Now, we may think that we are the ones being killed in this message, but we are not the ones being killed because that would be too easy. Too easily we think we are the ones being oppressed when often we are the oppressors ourselves. And that's going to be my message today because we are the farmers of this parable. And so in this parable, to explain it further, the first group that is sent are the prophets. And the prophets are the spokespeople of God. They're the ones who carry his word, who carry his thoughts, who carry his message, which has always been wrapped up in a simple message of repentance, telling us to turn back from our wicked ways, from our evil ways, and to face God, and to slowly get towards him. And, and look by, we do that by loving our neighbors more and more until the final day of judgment. But they were all killed. The second group that came are the apostles. The apostles did not bring a brand new message. They can't bring a new message. It's only that the message is now shared with other people. It was a message exclusively for the Jews at first, but now it's a message for the Jews and the Gentiles or the non-Jews, meaning the people or the nation, the Hizb and the Ahazab, the people and the peoples, the nation and the nations. All human beings made in the image and likeness of God deserve that message of repentance, deserve that message of the love of the neighbor before the final day of judgment when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will come back to judge the living and the dead. The obvious heir or son of the owner whom is God the Father is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And all he wanted those farmers to do was to take care of the tower he built and fenced up. The, what the tower that he built and fenced up for us is the Ethiopian Orthodox Kawahedo Church. And what we have been given are wonderful gifts. We have been given one, Yarenawizima containing, or Yarenawi melodies, melodies in the style of saint or holy Yared that presents the, litur the liturgy that we're all using as our form of worship. We have a responsibility to show up to liturgy on time, learn the liturgy, and to share it with our fellow North Americans who may not know even what the word liturgy or kandase is. 
So that is the first responsibility that we have as Ethiopian Orthodox Christians. The second responsibility that we have is so ingrained in our culture that you may already be sharing it, but I have to mention it anyway. It's this culture of receiving guests and taking care of them properly. This is what we learned from our father Abraham, and it's especially a part of the Ethiopian version of Christianity. Of course, all Christians are called to take care of guests properly, but as we know in America, it's more gimme gimme and a man's house is his castle and we don't care about sharing that much. So it's a responsibility, we have to show people how to take care of guests. The third and final responsibility we have as Ethiopian Orthodox Christians is to make sure that the same way we have fellowship with one another, we eat on one giant plate, representative of the kinonia, of our table fellowship. It's the fundamental task of a deacon. A deacon is a servant of the table, is a gabra maso, is a, it's the person who's a waiter, if you will. And so this is a task also for each and every single Ethiopian Orthodox Christian. Although you may not wear the vestments that we do, you do have these three responsibilities to make sure that you're using the beautiful melodies of, of Yarid and the liturgy combined with this culture of receiving guests, combined also with this culture of sharing at one table and making sure you're eating off of one plate because that's a real sign of love. It's a way of gathering people. And while we're there, we also should make sure that our conversations are not worldly, but we keep our conversations on the things that are above, that are representative of the new Jerusalem, the heavenly Jerusalem, not a human construct, but made by God alone. Glory be to God for all things. Oh, my God.